Hey guys, welcome back. I'm glad you're here. I'm pushing through a lovely cold, so if I sound a little nasally, that's why. <laughs> Anyways, today we're talking about staying consistent, holding your students accountable, knowing that, that is the best for them and you are helping them get set up for success. So listen in to today's episode. And yes, my dogs are in the background. So leave a review, leave a comment, leave any kinds of stars or feedback. I would love to hear from you and let you know how, or let me know how I am helping you in any way. I would love to hear from you. Hi guys, welcome to Behavior Strategies for Class, your podcast all about behavior strategies to help you in the classroom. Do you need more support and encouragement for your challenging students? Do you want proven behavior strategies that will help create resilient students? How will behavior strategies influence your class? You will make a difference in their lives and prepare them for success as a well-rounded person. And I'm here to help. I'm Diane Bachman, a behavior paraprofessional with over 10 years experience in special education, working with students from various backgrounds and disabilities, and I want to offer you hope. You will be a constant, caring adult in your students' lives, and building relationships with them will be essential to achievement and triumph, not only for them, but also for you. So we'll be discussing about trauma-informed care, social-emotional intelligence, sensory breaks, why are they important, PBIS, behavior interventions, MTSS, social skills, evidence-based strategies, and more. So listen in, and I have to say, Rita Pearson is one of my idols in her fight for students. And if you have not listened to her TED Talk on Every Child Needs a Champion, I encourage you to go do that today because I want us to be our students' champion because we were born to make a difference. Let's listen in to today's episode. Also, guys, I would love to connect with you on a call. Just check out the Calendly link in the show notes for a free chat to see if you need any help with any strategies, I'd love to connect with you. And also join my Facebook group, Behavior Strategies for Class, and, and collaborate with other educators there as well. So today, like I said, consistent expectations, holding your students accountable. And in the previous episode, I talked about getting, uh, we've got a couple new students at our school and they're both first graders and anyways they both came with a long list history of behaviors and thankfully we have not seen all of those and hopefully we won't but of course we have seen some behaviors because now we're getting in the swing of things and we are getting to do some work and we still haven't been in the gen ed class too much but so I'm sure some behaviors will definitely come up there when we get into gen ed because already one of the students is like, I don't want to be in any other classroom. I want to be in your classroom. Anyways, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But uh, it's still in our classroom. We still have the expectations of doing your work. Our students are still going to specials as far as our new kids and like this last week, one of them was like, 
I don't want to do the work. And he would just tell me no and just keep telling me no. And, you know, obviously sometimes they are look, just looking for reaction. So at that point, it's just an ignore. And so his, his behavior didn't escalate, but he did, you know, just sit and obviously not do anything. But we held to the expectation that you still had to do the work because we took the work with us when that class was over. And in our classroom, the AN room, which is our affected needs room, he still had to do the work. Like before he moved on to do anything else, I said, you still need to do your work. But I don't want to, you know, then we have to have the, you know, discussion of why you need to do your work. Anyways, he he finally did do the work and was able to move on and do other things. So again, it's holding to that consistent expectation. We've also held it with for other students and of course they don't like it. So they get mad and they either elope, they throw things, they're yelling, they are walking out, they're Sometimes we just have one student, he just goes and sits in a corner, which, you know, is very easy to deal with because you're just kind of waiting him out. And then when he comes back around, then it's, your work is still here, buddy. Like, we still have to do the work. So it's kind of working through those behaviors when they don't want to meet those expectations, but we still have to hold them accountable to those expectations. Because we want them, obviously, to learn and to grow and to get those strategies to push through, even though you don't like it, even though that's not your favorite subject, even though you don't want to do writing, like, you still have to do it. You still have to learn. Everybody else in the room is doing their work. Do you see everybody else, you know, doing what they need to do? And they're not all smiling, like they're not all happy about it, but they're still doing it because those are your expectations. And so just holding them to that, being consistent, so they know what to expect, whether or not they like it, but they know what to expect, what is expected of them. And then again, it's kind of the same thing. I know a lot of our teachers have this, the daily schedule on the board somewhere in their room. So they can see what their day is going to be like, what's, what's expected of them to follow through and do for the day. And then if they do have those acting out behaviors, then we can address them and work through them and teach them different strategies and ways to, to where they're, they don't have to leave the room. They don't have to throw something. They don't have to cuss me out. Like they, You know, there's better ways of dealing with it. And so again, that's helping them learn and grow to be successful. And I know I'm preaching to the choir on this. You know the importance of those consistencies and holding them to their expectations. And you guys are doing great. So just a few things um, I wanted to talk about today. So one is definitely making those clear expectations for your classroom and repeating them on the daily, probably on the hour, 
And I'm sure at times you feel like you're repeating them every minute, <laughs> you know, because they kind of forget. Uh, but just constantly repeating or have them like posted throughout your room in different areas, you know, whether it's by the door, because that's where they line up. You know, our school just kind of revamped a little bit of our uh, school-wide expectations, like for the hallway, for out at recess. And so we have posted, you know, in different areas throughout the hall, what are your expectations when you're walking in the hall or in the bathroom? Because that's a fun place for children to hang out and do crazy stuff, as I'm sure you all know. Um, so setting those clear expectations everywhere, and it's on the daily. So they see those posters every day, all day, for as many times as they're in the bathroom or in the hallway or outside at recess or in the cafeteria. So again, for your classroom, you can have them posted as well. You could have students repeat them to you. You could have that be at your morning meeting. You could have that be at the your end of the day. You know, you know there's ways that you can constantly get those expectations in front of your students and what is going to work best for your students and in your classroom. So second is definitely hold them to following those expectations. Because sometimes you may not even have to have a verbal response. You could turn around and point to your poster that's on the wall or, you know, the saying that's on your, by the door, or, or you could point to Johnny and say, Johnny, what, what is the expectation? And he could turn around and tell his peer. Sometimes maybe you need a sign and you can just hold it up for them without even, you know, or it's just using your nonverbals of just, you know, the fingers across your mouth so that they know we're not talking about that now. We can talk about it later, you know. Um, there's lots of ways that you can remind them of them and hold them to those expectations. And I know sometimes it's out of your hands when your student leaves, but hopefully you have other people that you can call to get that other support for that student at that time and remind them, this is the expectation. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean you just get to leave and not do it. And unfortunately, I've been reading a lot about in different groups, you know, unfortunately, teachers are so struggling because they don't have admin backing them up. And you have parents that are whining and complaining because Johnny doesn't want to do it. And so we just say, oh, okay, that's fine. You know, we don't want to make anybody mad. We don't want to upset anybody. So we just give in because we're just trying to make peace for, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Because we all know in the real world, Johnny just can't walk out of the, his job because, you know, whoever made him mad or looked at him sideways or didn't give him the best that he thought he deserved. I don't know. But we have to push them because that is for their best. That is where they can be their best if we push them and hold them accountable so that they can be responsible and successful in life. Again, I know I'm preaching to the choir, but I just want to remind you. They need us to follow through. They need us to do our best and hold them accountable. And so that brings me to the third one of reminding them why. 
Do you know why we have these rules or we have these expectations? Do you know why we're holding you accountable? Do you know why we want, we want you to be responsible? You know, maybe you can have that conversation and be like, you know, we're not here to make your life a mess, to make you frustrated. We're not here to make you miserable. We don't set these all like, this is life, buddy. You're going to have rules and expectations your whole entire life, all through school, and then when you get a job. And if you can't hold to them, you're not going to be successful. Is mommy and daddy always going to come and run and rescue you? Are you always going to have an admin or your supervisor that's going to come rescue you when you get upset? No. The truth is no. I mean, sometimes I guess there are students who have their parents will do that. Which is obviously not helpful for them or anybody else. But the majority of kids are going to have to be responsible and take care of themselves as they grow up. And this is one of the best ways that you can help them succeed. And setting those expectations, holding them accountable, repeating those expectations, reminding them why. It's because you care about them. You want them to be successful. And if we don't do our job Unfortunately, a lot of parents don't. So now what? Yikes. Anyways, sorry, on a little uh, (laughs) soapbox. Anyways, like I said, I know I'm preaching to the choir. You guys are doing great. Hang in there. Work through those behaviors If you can get support to help work through those behaviors when they don't want to meet those expectations, giving them strategies to deal with it. If they need a minute, go sit in the corner for a minute. That's fine. But you're still going to come back and do your work. You need to take a break? Fine. Take five minutes. You come back. You're still going to do your work. Like, that's great. You can take those and do... They need to use those strategies. But still, they still need to do their work. They still need to do their best. So thank you. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are amazing. And I know, you know, teaching your students responsibility and accountability will help them succeed in all areas of their life, not just in the classroom. So keep up the good work. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for all that you do for all your students. And I will see you next week. Again, join my Facebook group, Behavior Strategies for Class. Sign up for that free call. I would love to connect with you. Check this Calendly link in the show notes. Thanks again. Thanks so much for listening. I truly appreciate you all. And I pray that I've inspired and encouraged you today. I also want to let you know that I have a couple bit.ly links for you if you're interested in making your own podcast and sharing the wealth of knowledge that you have, being a teacher or a para or a teacher's aide, uh, anybody in the education system, I'm sure you have a lot to share. And if you're interested, I took the class with Stephanie Gass. She's amazing, super friendly, down to earth, very easy to understand, and she's great 
So I have a bit.ly link for you uh, for Podcast Pro University is where I learned how to do this. And that is bit.ly slash behavior, PPU, the number four, and U, as in the letter U. So Podcast Pro University, bit.ly slash behavior, PPU, the number four, and the letter U, if you're interested. Also, to get your free printable of all the six evidence-based strategies, there is another bit.ly link, and that is bit.ly slash the number six for free. The number six for free. These will all be in the show notes in case you need to go back and check those out. And I leave you with this. Every child deserves a champion, and that's by Rita Pearson. So I just want to encourage you that you can be that champion and that you are making a difference. Thanks again.